had the skinny raise. You had what the I, crazy. Did you have a sidekick? Oh, what's going on here? <laughs> what is going on here? What you had? What's happening? First of all, I, I had the I had the walkie talkie. Had a chirp chirp. The the brick Nokia. The brick Nokia. Oh no. The walkie talkie, the yellow one. It is impossible to anticipate where the two monsters which suddenly appeared in the atomic area will attack next. If your power goes out, remain calm. We go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 39 of the First Sip Podcast. Today, we're sitting down with Ayana. Ayana is a dear friend of mine in Dikembe's. Spent a lot of time together working in and out of the gym. Ayana is the owner of Elite Sports Factory here in Philadelphia. She's also a massive basketball enthusiast. Her older brother is the head coach at LaSalle, so she's been around it her entire life. She easily kicked my ass. You, you can say she's pretty uh, plugged in. She's plugged, and she's so plugged to the community, especially the youth. One of the reasons we wanted to get her on was to talk about what she's doing with the gym and how active she is and her ideals and we're mm. pumped. We're pumped to have her here. I might have some ideas because you know you know me. I have my thoughts and I don't know how I feel about the youth nowadays. <laughs> Hi, guys. I don't, I don't know. So, Ayana, I, welcome. Hello, welcome. hello. Uh, I will say that dealing with the youth now is way different than I remember. They've been stressing yeah. you out? I My key phrase every day is the first gray hair that I receive, I'm fighting you. Mm. Wow. I like that. If When I have my kids, I'm... You're gonna watch them. Thanks. I need that kind of discipline in their life. That's actually you hear that, Albert. That's a hilarious threat. The first gray hair I receive, we are fighting. I, I like that so much. That's just Like, I like literally like will finish out the day and be like, I'm more exhausted dealing with twelve to fourteen <laughs> year old boys than anything else in my life. And I'm like the first gray hair. Like if the first gray mm-hmm. hair, because that's when I know I really aged. You, you remember us at 12 and 14, Albert? That 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 yeah. age gap. That was my. I think that was my worst age gap. We were bad. I don't think you so, were that bad. So though. much. I energy. think you were more bad in high school. No, 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 no. I definitely. Bro, you went like, to class like twice. I definitely. Because <laughs> that by that time I was fully checked out. That's what I'm saying. You were bad. That's a you're a bad kid. But I graduated. What's that? What's the thing called? Cum laude. What's, what's the, There's what's, no shot. I got the tassel. The, the your tassel was probably tassel. no attendance. I got the tassel. <laughs> Wait, so that's one all in I, high school. I'm pretty sure it's just like valedictorian and like salutatorian. Salutatorian. Yeah, I don't think there's some. That's no, one. There's, there's magna so all your, G- yeah, really? your GPA just had to be past a certain point, and that's the thing. I passed my classes. My GPA was good, and I was like, "What's the point?" But well, you know who the real culprit not, is? Not. Who's the real cancer to our lives? You, bro. Malik. No. You <laughs> Malik made me went skip on class academic probation. senior year so much. He would he would call me in the morning, <laughs> 8 a.m. at like, what time? I don't even remember the time we had to get to school, but he would call me as I'm about to head out the door like a good person, and he was like, so. Poor Malik. We don't have to go to class today, right? We only have two of them. And remember at that point, you really only had two classes in the day. We were out of school by 10 a.m., 11 a.m. That's true. What was your, growing up, what was your class schedule like? Because we had block scheduling. Senior so, sign out was the thing. So wait. So like, so funny enough, my senior year, I was already done all my high school credits except for my AP English. Thank okay. you. So like. So why go? But I, so I was doing dual classes. So I was at mm. community in the mornings and then oh, I would no have, yeah. So I would literally go back to school senior year for a gym class mm. and then like AP English. That's how, listen, I would go to school senior year for 
one English class with this one. Okay, that was great. That's why he got mad because I wasn't in class. That was a great class. Okay, <laughs> English class with this one and ceramics. All right, I ceramics. Take ceramics. I love ceramics. I think I got a couple pieces still around here. Y'all see that piece right over there? I didn't take ceramics. The green one on the left. Nice. I did that nice. back in high school, Bert. Ceramics, senior year. The red elephant? Not the red elephant. The red that would be magnificent elephant. if I did that. Yeah, I was going to say you didn't do that. Bro. I didn't do that one, but that would be crazy. But yeah, we're we going to get into that later. But mm-hmm. listen, the youth in school, I don't know how they're doing. She knows. I don't know. Uh, so, um, so there's so many layers to it, right? So, and I talk about this all the time. Um, so there's two things, right? So we have kids that literally spent a whole year at home doing cyber school mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. So I think a lot of the kids that, especially like that 11, 12, 13 year old, that I guess it's a preteen phase, but it's not like preteen anymore because they don't consider themselves that. So like there was a lot of social adjusting that they just missed out on and for a whole year, mm. um, which I think definitely like weakens the communication gap like there's like social and like interpersonal interactions is so off um that's a really good point i mean i think about that just growing up at that age and now a lot of these kids are like we were talking about before playing a lot of video games now you know you're tapped into social media so much more than we were at that age like how scary is this and not being able to go outside i think if i'm correct i think maybe myspace popped off when i was like 14 Mm. MySpace used to be it, yeah, right? Was it? Was that? Was that when I was fourteen? I think it was fourteen. Like, how old are you? I'm Man. thirty-one. Oh, okay. So Man. then, oh yeah, because I was gonna say I think we were a little younger. Yeah, yeah, you guys are younger than me. So yeah. my top eight used to be it, and always had <laughs> the best eight, tracks. I, I had a top four, and I would rotate dudes. It was would, it was sick. wow. It was mad. I could it see you crazy. doing that messing with people's head back dudes. in school. <laughs> Look at you. This is what I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about the other stuff. Wow. <laughs> I just rotate dudes. Getting into the, getting into the juicy stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I would like, and they were all played football too. It was awful, so I just rotate them. I After get like Fridays, whoever won or whoever played better just rotate the floor. Wow, wow! It based was, on how they played, based on how they played. Damn. You guys think about that, high school sports really was a whole different world. Yeah, it's taught it teaches everything. Everything. Teaches everything. You learn so much about life playing high school. Hundred. You are. You learn. I probably learned eighty percent of the fundamentals that I learned were not in the classroom. They were on the field. That is a fact. Oh, absolutely. That's a easily a concrete fact. Absolutely. From a social um, standpoint, from a coachability standpoint, like but even work how ethic. we like how we um, learn through sports, it's way different now. Like when I tell you, youth sports is so different. So like we had legit seasons, right? So mm-hmm. like me, I was a three sport athlete, so I knew volleyball was always like August to November. Then I knew I was transitioning to basketball from November to maybe March then I knew like I had track and I had AAU and I had club mm-hmm. like AAU's all year round now football season they're done football and then they start 7v7 like baseball is all year round now so for me it's is that because they're thinking of college a lot sooner or do they think like, uh, I'm gonna be completely just, blunt like, people have realized that there's money in youth sports so that's yeah every weekend there's an exposure event every weekend mm. um it's very very easy to like just come up with like a really dope flyer and like say oh my god the Kimba, you're the best 11 year old okay. in the state I like that I, I wanna for $150 come to this clinic and we'll give you a jersey and we'll give oh. you a write up and that's literally where youth sports is and I'm sitting here from a stance of being a D1 athlete having 
you know, a brother who's a college coach having a dad who was Mm -hmm. an NBA player having a little brother who played D1 coaches high school and we're like, y'all are getting God. Like, this is the dopest scam on the planet. I never knew it was this easy. That's it. Wow. And yeah, because what, like, where, how are they what are they even tapped into I guess it comes out they're not like there's no like the thing about like youth sports there is no parent education piece so like for me I I always remembered in high school that I was like kind of the ahead of the curve because like me and my older brother are 10 years apart so like my older brother graduated from Drexel and immediately started coaching at LaSalle so like by the time I got to high school my brother was already tapped in into like that college atmosphere and that universe so like if there was any questions, I had him to go to and stuff like that. Again, I was a lucky case. I, w- I have a lot of parents who, um, and you can always tell those parents, like the parents that like didn't play at a high level or didn't play at a really good high school, like they're so tuned into all of this and they, they, they eat this stuff up. Mm-hmm. Where like my parents that have like played at a higher, and it's very rare cases that there's like that parent that like you you played, like why are you acting like this? But, like, my parents that have played at a higher level, they're chilling. Like, they're just in the background, like, as long as my kid's happy. Like, they get it. They get it. Right. Like, their whole thing is, like, I'm trying to develop a well-rounded person. And, like, a lot of parents are just, like, I'm trying to get my kid on, like, Sports Center Instagram. Now, you said that's from, you noticed that from most of the parents who probably haven't played or who didn't play at that level. Yeah. Do you think they're kind of trying to, like, live vicariously, like, through their kids? and say, oh, you know, now this is their chance, and I got to make sure you get to where I didn't get to? Um, so I think sometimes it's that, and I think the other thing is, like, so, like, for me, I think sports, because of social media, there's such this, like, broadening of sports, and, like, I feel like people aren't really much living vicariously through their kid. They don't understand that, like, there's levels to this there's levels to being a high d1 mid-major low major and like the reality is only six percent of kids that play high school sports actually play d1 d2 d3 or even juco so like i think everybody's now trying to fight for that spot because like they think there's only one way to get a bag and i mean that in the sense of like there's only Mm -hmm. one way for my kid to go to college and like actually like be the first to do that or you know follow in my footsteps Mm -hmm. or even create start creating a generational wealth situation where like bro there's like tons of other scholarships like you can literally go to college on a full ride being a really good writer Mm -hmm. or playing a sport or or, like playing a a, playing odd sport and odd Odd sport sport. oh my god cricket cricket oh listen cricket is squash my dad wanted me to play cricket why didn't you you know it's big in guyana right i know that's my cousins you know they be they be doing the bowling thing like what can i talk about squash for a second can i talk about it for a second please tell me listen albert's been waiting i'm so excited i'm so excited that you I need up. you to understand how long we've <laughs> been saving this. Okay, Thank God. So, so guys, wait for so, me to so, come on the podcast. Uh, so, so no. So I got <clears throat> through work. I got tickets to the U.S. Squash Open. We have a squash team. We- listen, <laughs> listen. I'm right there with you, right? I'm like Google. So I invited. What? I invited to come back. I'm like, what's? Come, I'm like, what's so. going on here? You got a squash I'm not US, ready for the U.S. Squash I'm not ready for the U.S. Open. Squash so, open. U.S. Squash. The U.S. Squash. I, I think open. I was busy watching. No, you weren't. I was watching. It was a Tuesday. I was watching Squid Game. You weren't busy. Squid so, Game. So, so actually, at Drexel, 
Arlen Specter built an entire squash center. It's crazy. There's a squash center at there is. There is. Yep. Yeah. Arlen Specter squash center. So mm-hmm. U.S. Open was held there. And I had I got to sit in the front watching the best in the world play squash. Dude, it was so crazy. So nobody really knows this. Know My first athlete like. was a squash athlete. See? Wow. See, and I think that was like, full, full I was like 24, 25, and I was training his mom and like, his name was Charlie. Shout out to Charlie. I don't remember the last name. But like he was a squash like he was like wow. a serious squash player, like Brown, Yale, like all those like Ivy Leagues one of them. And I'm you and get I'm scholarships st- for playing squash. Yes, for, you do. Dude, the Drexel Ivy League Center for loves sure. It. Albert, how athletic your rich, kids gotta be to it, play it, squash. It's an affluent person sport. It's a rich well, people it's sport. Like, it's like um what's the other one with the, the crowd wasn't very diverse. What's the one where they be Equestrians? Polo. No, that's in the water. No, no, no. No, there like, is a polo. Yeah, there's a polo with the horses. And then there's a water polo. Right. That is See, so right. true. There really are certain sports that oh, no. your bank account well, just have to be right for. Well, that's anything involved in the That horses. is a whole different conversation. Yeah. Wow, do you sign people based on like what type of sports they're trying to play? Like, hey, are you an affluent sport player? Are you just an everyday sport player? That might be a whole different business lane we might just be tapping into. Funny, not funny. My boyfriend actually raises, breeds, and raises horses. Like, No. Yeah, what? they do hard. He does harness racing. So I yeah I found the most opposite of my my caliber. Albert, really, really, Albert, yeah. your boyfriend works you, in horse breeding. You Not, know they have what a I've farm. been looking for. They have a farm. This is they it. raise horses. Can I tell you something? Dikembe Here we go. <laughs> wants a horse so bad. He. It's so much work. It's so much money. So I, much work. The, I, the insurance on the horse alone. Yeah, just want like, a horse and here. a ranch. Like they have like a track that they train the horses Look on at that. and like. Have you, ever read, have you ever rode in the back? No, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm from Philly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. I'm from Philly. I have to drive through K&A. Okay. That's enough. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> all right, so so are, are you directly coaching basketball? Are you coaching no, kids? Okay, I, so when you're working with the kids, what are you doing? So I'm doing all their uh, performance training. So corrective exercises, um, strength training. Um, with my younger kids, it's a lot of speed and agility because I don't train. I tr- I really do try, but like with our Diamond Club program, which um, is like half, it's like 45 minutes uh, of exposure towards like ba- baseball training. And I have like the dopest baseball director. Mm. He's the head coach of Penn Charter. Um, mm. Penn Charter baseball is like number one or number two in the sport or in the state. So like we have like two kids going to Duke. It's we have a- cool kid awesome. yeah we got a kid going to Pitt. we got a kid going to boston um so like so it's 45 minutes with justin and then it's 45 minutes with me they definitely prefer to be with justin <laughs> and not me you're bullying them you're making I, them i'm hard. not bullying them um so you're training them hard i'm training them hard but then there's it's probably like, not the training they like to do so this is what again back to like the whole idea of like the kids today right mm-hmm. so like they've been told how good they are since they could hit a ball off a tee, mm. right? So, like, they don't understand, like, yeah, that's great when you're six, seven, eight years old. Now you're in high school where there are schools like St. Joe's Prep, there are schools like LaSalle, and LaSalle is very, very competitive in baseball. There are schools like uh, LaSalle High, um, Episcopal, Malvern Prep, where like coaches are recruiting good kids that were told at six and seven how awesome they were. So like the difference between you 
and the kid that goes to Malvern or the kid that goes to LaSalle that's getting looks and you not getting looks is how much work they put on, like put into it, like outside of that, like that baseball field. Mm. Right. So like a lot of the boys, again, they're, they're six, four, six, five. Right. So then there's like things that play against me. I don't look 31. Yeah. I dress like this all mm-hmm. the time. I mean, you guys can't see what I'm wearing, mm-hmm. but whatever. Dress like this all the time. I don't look 31. So, like, they are literally thinking, oh, this girl's still in college. Mm-hmm. No, I'm literally <laughs> old enough to be your mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have been a teen mom. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, but it's like, it could add up. It could add yeah, up. it could totally add I got, like, 12, 13-year-olds. Like, I could totally be a teen mm-hmm. mom. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so, like, there's that. There's, like, there's the whole, like, me being a woman thing. Because, like, again, there I'm still in a field, and I really do praise myself about it being... A female strength coach where mm-hmm. like 2021 we're still trying to fight for that like spot and like the patriarchy of mm-hmm. sports and like getting our names out here so like if i like i think our diamond club program we have like 60 boys okay so right so like they have a 31 year old strength coach that doesn't look 31 mm-hmm. who's a female and they've probably never had to deal with a female coach in their entire lives yep. And then I'm black. Mm-hmm. And they, and like, baseball is a affluent sport. People mm-hmm. don't think it is, but, like, baseball racks up money. Like, those gloves aren't cheap. Bats aren't cheap. Yeah, and I've heard people talk about it. No, baseball's mm-hmm. expensive. Mm-hmm. Baseball's it is. Ex- oh, for baseball's sure. Expensive. Tournaments travel. Like, mm-hmm. now that I'm, like, super dived in, I'm, like, or tapped into it, I'm like, damn, that's why kids in the hood don't play. Like, it's cute when you can play t-ball, mm-hmm. but when you get to that the competitive level. Like you said, the expense just taps it Bruh, like... like I have boys that will crack a baseball bat and be like, oh, yes, yeah, $300. I'm just go to the car Jesus. and get another one. Bruh, my, 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 if Kai would have busted a bat, my mom would have been like, it's over. Yeah. We're done. Like We're done. not playing mm-hmm. anymore. You've ruined a bat. <laughs> like, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that's that a with really a black mom. Point. Yeah, that's a really good point. There is a, a serious divide that um that happens when it's like, okay, do you, how long can you continue to pursue a sport? When the financial aspect like kicks in behind it. But then again, um, like I said, like with how youth sports is going, mm-hmm. All of them are getting expensive. So to even yeah. be like a on a, a That's what I was gonna ask, like, yeah, because now with all these events and things that you're trying to like get your kid out to, right? It's like you're, you're still events, spending a lot of money. You got exposure events, you got fall league, you got winter leagues, you got winter series. Mm-hmm. So like and like yeah, some of them are local, but like the bigger ones where like Nike is sponsoring or an under armor sponsor, mm-hmm. you're traveling. So then there's cost of like Getting out there, lodging, food, wristbands for your parents. So, like, I remember playing at you and, like, maybe, I think, for a weekend, like, the weekend it'd be $20. Now it's, like, 40 a day. No way. Yeah. That's so expensive. It's, like, 40 a day. Like, when I... So, funny enough, like, the girls that... Actually, the AAU team that I play for, I work with a lot of the girls now, and, like, they actually rent out space from Elite. Okay. Um, like, because they have so many teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I, I praise Linda for, like, keeping the price low, but, like, I think when I played it was, like, 700 now it's, like, 1200 to play for a, just an AAU season. So from March to um, Nationals, which is usually july end of july um but and they are mm-hmm. the cheaper end okay like i i know parents that are paying 1800 up front mm-hmm. and then if any tournaments are added it's an added fee to play in those tournaments do you if you're an upcoming like youth basketball player do you have to play aau like is it a must yeah 
You just have to. So what they so yes and no. So I think it's like, like part if you want to get those looks right. Like yeah, because like that next so the NCA like kind of just has such a lock on like, and it sh- might change at this point because now with the NIL, um, so like so live period for all basketball coaches, it begins. It's literally July. So like if you as a head coach want to go out and see these kids, you only have July first to like July twenty eighth. Um, and then it's shut down and then Mm. it's like restricted. Um, so yeah, kind of like if you really, like, I think, I think they still do the old school method of things and I'm, I'm still a believer in the old school method of things. Like if you're good, a coach is going to find you. Yeah. That that was my question. Basically. If you're good, a coach is going to find you. Yeah. If you're nasty, like Darren, Darren, was it Hilliard? Is that who played for Liberty? Is that name familiar? He played at Darren Deron yeah, Hilliard. Sure he yeah. played for Nova. Yes, he's having he played a for... great career overseas. I love his just, love his girlfriend. Yeah, we played against him. We played against him in high school. He played for Liberty. So like, I mean, he probably played AAU. But I, like, would a player like him? He just comes to mind because he was the best basketball player I saw growing up. Yeah, like, like he he would still get recognized, right? Yeah, like if you're good, like it's not like these coaches aren't. So like. Case in point, and I, I, funny enough, I have these conversations with my kids mm-hmm. and their parents all the time because, again, social media is dope in a certain sense, but it's also, like, not that great. So, like, I have these 11, 12, 13-year-old, 14-year-old kids that are getting so wrapped up in the likes, so wrapped mm-hmm. up <laughs> in just, like... Going viral. Going viral, mm-hmm. right? And I'm literally sitting here, like, my older brother has an IG, and he only has an IG to post his kids. Mm-hmm post any game stuff that happens and like to make sure that his student athletes aren't representing him and the university in a negative way yeah sounds like a good coach but that's how most coaches that's jay right i don't even think jay runs his ig like he has one but like i don't i don't think jay oh, like, no cares. Shot. No, <laughs> yeah. no, he's not on instagram he like, doesn't have the time to kyla perry does not mm-hmm. he's not on ig liking stuff sure. like it's 100%, not no shot so, like, that, I think that's the thing. Like, these kids are so wrapped up in the social media hype. And I think that's the great thing about how we were brought up. Because, mm-hmm. again, like, I tell people, like, 14, Ayana had, like, a Nokia brick phone. Yep. With one game. I remember OG my name. Snake. I, I had my Sony Ericsson. OG Snake. My name Sony Ericsson Flip. That was nice. Love that. Oh, when I had the Boost Chirp Chirp? What? Listen. Over. Making moves. Kids kids today don't know it, Bert. Like, they don't get it. They yeah. don't. What phones did you have? You guys were you high like, tech. You look like you had a rate. What did you have? You had a razor. I did not. <laughs> you you had, had a Motorola. Or you had the skinny razor. You had what the I, crazy. Did you have a sidekick? What's going on here? <laughs> what is going on here? What you had? What's happening? First of all, <laughs> I, I had the I had the walkie talkie. Had a chirp chirp. The the like the brick Nokia. The brick Nokia. Oh no. The walkie talkie, the yellow one. I'm not mad. I had the brick Nokia 3390. Nokia 3390. That was like a three-inch phone. Little. The thing was awesome. Awesome. How did you use that? I know your T9 was crazy. Bru- what? I know your T9 fingers just... <laughs> well, I got fat. I got fat thumbs, so texting wasn't good for me when it was the numbers. Damn. I used to text. How about this? So, like, kids I have kids that be like, oh, like, I have to get my phone up at the end of the night. And I literally just told this story to, like, my, my freshman girls. I was like, you have to give your phone in at 8 o'clock. I was mm-hmm. like, when I was your age, 
minutes weren't free until after nine. Yeah. So like, yep. you, <laughs> you were just... on your best behavior. Yep. So you had your phone after nine, so you could call anybody you For wanted. For like thirty minutes, and that was it because were... bedtime. Yeah. Bedtime. Don't be up, don't, don't be, be on up that late. phone past nine. Don't be on the phone because then the phone was taped. It was what, over. What time did Cheryl tell you to cut it out? Dude, I honestly I wasn't active on my cell phone. Like oh. I, I wasn't. That wasn't a thing. You were just too cool. Because you know, Albert cool. was different in high school. Okay, I Albert was one of them different kids. Okay, he was just always just. You were just always just up to something. <laughs> That's, That's your problem. That's why you weren't on your phone because you was always Scheming? up to something. Uh, I was, yeah, scheming, yeah, literally. Scheming. And then I, well, and I also like. I don't know if we can sing that. Please I also do that. like we lost. Might get, they I might lost. shut us down. We do not have rights to that song that you just sang, oh, yeah, Ricky yeah. Rose. We apologize. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Seriously though, we she didn't mean to sing it. Too. Didn't mean to. No. My bad. Um, dude, I don't know. Like I always would always break them, and I was always working. So I had a job from when I was true. 14 on. So that I always true. worked. Yeah. So I would pay for my own. Like Maybe I, I had the go kids, phone. These I'd kids like not the, working. The, 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 the minutes, the prepaid card? The prepaid like minute, like um, it looked like a Blackberry, the go phone. Mm. I had that thing forever. Oh, I love oh, that nice. thing. So you mean to tell me that these kids are sitting here spending all the time trying to go viral yes. on TikTok, Instagram, yes. not working, thinking that everybody around them is going to go D1. Do you think... That I'm sorry to interrupt yeah, you, like, but do you think that the youth are like just different than how we were in our sports since you're so involved because uh, of social? Like, are the kids different? Is there a different work ethic? Is what I'm trying to get to. Yes and no. Okay. Um. So I think there is a difference because like, so I'll watch kids and I try to be very judicious. So like, I posted one of my boys yesterday, but he also is signing papers mm. next month because he got he verbal. To, he on to something. He verbal to pit. So mm. like, yeah, oh, I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm gonna post you, my guy. Mm-hmm. Like we, I'm we, proud of you. Like, we did this. Yeah, we yeah. did this. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you were a big boy. We, it took a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> it took a lot of work to get yeah. you down, my guy. Yeah. So like, hell yeah, I'm a, I'm a post and like even my Saint Joe's prep kids and like I was like telling people like I spent a lot of time defending them and I'm like, you guys have no idea. These are the hardest working humblest kids you'll ever meet mm. like you will never meet a nicer bunch of just kids because they're kids at the end of the day right yeah. and that's how i look at it like like i have the one kid that has 12 offers he's a baby he doesn't even have his license yet <laughs> damn like he's a baby yeah. he's still a kid so like it's weird to me when i'm like you guys are hating on a kid that doesn't even know your name mm-hmm. that's that's kind of sad like and you're not asking like yo what is he doing that's different that kid is in the gym all the time, not posting about mm-hmm. it. That kid, you know, all the recovery that he needs to do, he does it because he's looking at his idols. He's looking at what are dudes in college at LSU, at Ohio, at Penn, because these are offers that he has. He's like, yo, what are they doing mm-hmm. and how can I maximize on that now? So I'm ahead of the curve. And when I transition into college, I know what the expectation is. Um that's a good point. Yeah, because I don't know if that really has that really changed then since when we were playing sports when we were younger. Because I so feel that's like there was always that divide, that, right? There yeah, was always the half of the team that would do a little bit more. Out. The kids who were in the gym, you know, early or staying later, doing more workouts that needed to be done. Kids were doing extra practices, you know, like doing other sessions on the side. And then there was the other kids who really just showed up, and it yeah. was hard enough to get them to show up. Yeah, and then so they're still I, sitting there asking, like, "Wait, why am I not getting in the game? Why am I not playing?" Oh, coach, he's playing favorites, you know, with with those guys. So, like, I think the dope thing is for me, because I, now I get to work with so many high school coaches, like, that's something, like, across the board that just hasn't changed. That's right, yeah. So, there's, I will say, and I tell everyone this, like, I can make a kid that maybe is not the best 
athlete, I could I can make him better, mm-hmm. right? But like that's a hundred percent him having to buy into me. Mm-hmm. You have to buy into the program. You have to believe in everything that not only I'm saying, your coach is saying. Interesting. Right? That's like what um actually we talked about that with Twig, right? Like when he showed up and we were sitting there going through, you know, our little losing phase and then we got a new coach that's that's there and it's like, man, are we really gonna buy into this or No we did. And we completely yeah, you did gotta, and, you just gotta buy into mm-hmm. it, right? So like that's something I think is never going to change. And like you it's across the board, youth sports, high school sports, college sports. The kids that really want it will do anything possible to like make it said, happen. It's, it's probably just accelerating these things even more, I right? Think because it is accelerating. The it. kids who were probably gonna have or lack work ethic 10, 15 years ago, now they're probably having they're lacking work ethic in the gym or, you know, on the field. And now they're going home and also sitting there on their phone now and saying like, okay, wait, what was me? You know, like why can't I be like right. this other person? They are. Instead of being at home saying like, yo, let me drop down and do a couple more push ups. Let me go run around, you know, like but, my neighborhood like so, a couple more times. But here's like the other crazy side of things, right? everything's a viral moment and it's weird well that's what everybody lives for no it's weird so i'll like be training a kid and look up and mom's sitting there with the phone recording Mm -hmm. and i'm like bro it's a plank oh my gosh i was (laughs) gonna i was i'm so happy you went here because i want did you guys see the thing that's going around now the girl who did a like a photo shoot at a funeral huh no. It was the craziest thing Kenny's I've so seen. Tapped. Oh, he's, he's so tapped. Right? So you know who posted it? Uh, Kim. Used to work at the gym. <clears throat> Your friend Kim. Really? Yeah. Right? So on her story today, it was this other girl who um, she like posted. And she, I was like, what is this? So I'm, I go there. I'm looking at the post. And this girl's literally like doing a whole photo shoot in front of a casket saying like, oh, like we'll forever remember you like Poppy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what What in the world is going on here? I'm like, this is, this is insane. Were they, may I ask, were they African-American? No, I think she was like Hispanic. Oh, I hope not. Because like black people, we don't play with the dead like we that. We can't do that. They're going to come, they come back and haunt us. See? <laughs> <laughs> That's like, you grow up learning that. You can't, you, yeah, you can't do that. Certain places you just don't Damn, play. I was sitting there thinking the whole time, like, don't say Spanish. Albert. <laughs> don't <laughs> I was going to say it. I was like, Albert, you took an L today. Spanish, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's, that's what you that's, saw in my face. I was like, oh my God. That's like when you listen to like the nightly news and it's like, so on other news, uh, <laughs> yeah. 10 people were killed today in a local Walmart. No, it's like, please don't be black. Please don't be black. Please don't be black. And then the mugshot pop up. Damn it. <laughs> Playing ethnicity roulette. Yeah. Uh, it's just the truth. That's what it's, it's All right. So, so we broke down what's going on with the youth and everything. Obviously, you're super tapped into basketball. And the youth grows up. And the youth and when grows they grow up, up, man. They become bad kids. And we got a bad kid in Philly oh, that, that we got to talk about. Don't right. call him bad. He might come back and be the shining star, and then you're going to have to eat your words. I don't know. I don't even know if he's not going to play, right? Um, Let's talk about so, the Simmons Sixer saga. So we're talking about Ben. We're talking about Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Benjamin. Um, so from my understanding, the team, um, so Doc and the team, they're very understanding um, to what Ben's emotionally and mentally going through, um, and they're willing to welcome him back. Interesting. Um, it's been an interesting uh, little uh, public. So what, but what was he? All right. Public so then, throwdown. Okay, then I'll tell you what I've received. Okay. So I'm not this because I know you're. You know it. You know what's happening. I, inside scoops. You got inside scoops, right? Inside I, scoops. I'll tell you what I've been seeing. What I've been fed. 
If you want to know, just ask your boy. He played horrible <laughs> in the playoffs. I watch a lot of basketball. You don't watch any basketball. You literally think Allen Iverson is still on the Sixers. He was just talking to Ben the other day. There you he go. He was coaching him up. That's what I'm saying. That wasn't him? Might have been Joel. Might have been Joel Embiid. No, say this. What I'm talking about. He doesn't know anything. Who are these players? Dude, Kevin doesn't know anything. Who's the coach this year? So what? Doc Exactly. This is what I'm talking about. That's why we have to have Ayana on, because you don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, all right. So what I saw was he had a horrible performance in the playoffs. Shut the bed. Right? He did. It, after an incredible season, which everyone just let go. Everyone let Completely go. forgot about, which everyone. is kind of a bummer. Right. Um, <clears throat> and then, I guess, after he received massive backlash, he was like, I want to get out of here. And then most recently, as of late, they asked him to, like, participate in practice, and he just said no and walked off. Yes. That's what I've seen. That's the picture I've been painted. My dude showed up yes. in sweatpants. So that is not – that is true. Oh, like that's okay. Not, that, is, that is true. Um, sweatpants I am jungle. going to give the most unpopular opinion, and I want to shout out my little brother um, because my little brother's been there. Like, my little brother played in the G League. He's played overseas. And I think the one thing that people don't realize is, like, mental health is real. So, yes, I get it. $33 million, put your emotions in your pocket. Heard you. Um, but the other thing is, like, Philly is... I'm a Philly girl, born and raised. If you don't... If you're not cut from that cloth, it is very, very hard to be here. Even as a regular schmegler person. Like, think about when you guys first got here from the mountains. <laughs> Different people. You guys were the happiest people on the planet. And then you <laughs> walked into City Ave. She used to talk about that when we were working at LA They Fitness. were so happy for no damn reason. Life was good. Albert, we just got cussed out. Why are you smiling? Y'all ever, y'all ever smell mountain <laughs> she air? She just like... threatened to smack me. And you're over here. Have a good day. I, that is so true. I, I, I we really were different customer we service. <laughs> Philly, I know Philly. I just got my life threatened. He's Philly, over here talking Philly about changed me. Customer Listen, service, right? Philly changed. Mm-mm. That does make you angry. That's interesting that she brought that up. That's so funny, dude. So we true. were probably so happy go lucky in City Ave. Oh, you and guys... that is, that's a hard location. It's a scary location. <laughs> it is. You build a lot of customer service skills so okay so where is ben from he played ben, so lsu ben, right so ben's from realistically ben's from australia whoa people forget he's australia like he's legit australian he born there born there and he didn't come here until high school and he went to mount birdie okay. um so if for everyone who's listening doesn't know what mount birdie is mount birdie is probably up there with um you guys probably have heard of like img and modern day mm-hmm. it's one of those they were in the news the other day about that fake, uh, that fake college. That yes, yes. Um, so Mount Verde is just a funny enough. I do know the coaches down at Mount Verde. Um, there, it's a it's a private school and it's basically a basketball powerhouse. So you literally, if you go to, there's regular students out Mount Verde, but like, it, you realistically go to Mount Verde to play sports. So yeah, like, like, when eighty five percent of you are stellar stars, and there's like, I don't know, maybe like. 15 regular smuggler kids and there's my, that always like that two to five like international population and you're winning mm. right so like you're winning and the kid was a phenom and he's being told he's a phenom and he's going to lebron camp he's going to you know the nike camps and you're being told you're a phenom Damn. at the age of 15 16 right imagine that man we used to get so happy you're over just called, a new like when you're jersey. being called the next lebron which he was. He was and he was being mm-hmm. called the next LeBron since you're 16, 17, right? Go to LSU. People forget his uncle coached him at LSU. 
So you all, even during the negative stuff, you always had that like support system that told you, yo, you're great. You're good. Mm -hmm. You're fine. Right. Mm -hmm. And like not taking anything from it. Like nobody really cares about SEC basketball the way they care about. Like, I don't think we really follow LSU basketball the way we follow LSU football. Not even close. Yeah. Like nobody. And never will probably. Never never will. Mm -hmm. Like it's just one of, it's, it's just one of those things we just don't pay really attention to. Yeah. Bama ball's getting there. Yeah. Um, so like even there kind of just in this bubble, like, and I do encourage everyone to like rewatch one and done. Cause you could just see it. Right. Then you're like, how amazing is this? You're at LSU and rich Paul, who is LeBron's best friend, his, his agent wants you the mm-hmm. sign with him wants to give your sister a job and they're telling you how awesome you are how great you are right yeah, so much power mm. so much power rich paul has to be one of the most powerful men in the nba right it's now scary. Of oh we could actually go into rich because i'm rich i blame rich for a lot of this we were going to talk about that but you I'm, can't mess up any future I'm, connections because you know i see myself I hanging out with I'm a lot sorry, of these people like in the future yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm well, yeah, you gotta know who the head coach is. <laughs> you gotta know yeah you gotta know who the head coach you know the head coach don't talk to rich paul no you don't i'm gonna be like rich who that oh that's the coach right all right so let's get back so like now and mind you and there's this viral picture of i think ben right before lsu and it says his handicaps and it says like you know if it's not all centering and all focusing about him on and off the court he checks out the sixers knew this before we Mm -hmm. picked him up as a rookie we knew this we and we gave him a number one draft pick right we gave him a sabbatical because the Sixers love giving giving our rookies a sabbatical year. We love saying that there's something wrong with them and they need to take a year out to grow up. I love that word, by the way. The sabbatical? That's what I take. I don't take vacations. Didn't work out for Markel. I take sabbaticals. Who's actually playing pretty well in Orlando, right? So, like, and now you have to think about it. For a year, you have an organization, a strong organization saying... You know, trust the process. We're going to build this process around you. You have Mike Rubin putting him in helicopters and flying him around and partying with him, right? And things are going really, really well. And everyone's loving Ben. His face is on billboards. We keep forgetting this is the same 16-year-old kid who's been told, hey, you're going to be the next LeBron. He's never been able to really mature. Like you, for us, we went to college and we had the college experience and we mm-hmm. had our ups and our downs and we found our adulthood. This kid never has had to have an adverse moment in his life. He's never actually had to have an adulthood moment. His mm-hmm. adulthood moment is losing to Atlanta and going on to Twitter and seeing how many people hate him. And I don't think anyone, and this is why I'm blaming such person that I'm not going to name so you can mm-hmm. hang out with them in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, bro, you never had a conversation with this man and was like, 99% of the people saying these things never played JB basketball in high school. They will never mm-hmm. touch 33 million in their life. Mm-hmm. You've not, like, and that's where I blame his, the entire entourage like one i'm so big on mental health i Mm -hmm. think mental health is so important um especially for athletes especially for how athletes and what youth sports is looking like because everything is digitized yeah so like if you're not talking to your kids about 
the difference between what's on here and reality, you're setting them up for failure. You're set, totally setting them up for failure when you're only showing them the good highlights, when you're only showing them the good write-ups and you're blocking out all of that other stuff. You're setting your kid up for failure because that's not life. Life is good times and bad times and beautiful times and ugly times. Hmm. Everyone in Ben's life, since the time they said, hey, this kid's going to be 6'9", has literally set him up where everything has always been positive. And yeah, like... Let's be honest. Philly is a hard city. I the have, hardest. Has to be the hardest to play. One of the hardest. Has if you're be. not from Philly, just please know. Like, we hate everybody. Just don't, 100%. Just don't try the it. The booze in Eagle Stadium, dude, nonstop. Just don't crazy. cry. I actually, I mean, rightfully so this I year. I will say, for the, for the longest time, because I had a couple friends that played for the Eagles, I, I stopped going to Eagles games because it was, it's just sometimes it's too much. I even went to the Sixer game on the other day, and it, like, just seeing the Ben stuff is kind of just like, mm-hmm. wow, y'all are mad childish. Like, I get it. Have your fun. But, like, this is a man that literally went back to his team and said, yo, I'm mentally not okay mm-hmm. playing in front of these fans. Mm-hmm. Just for y'all to show up. And he's not even in the building, and y'all are chanting, fuck well, Ben. Didn't he also come out and say, like, how am I supposed to play for a coach who doesn't believe that I can, like, lead a team, you know, like, in a championship? is like... Y'all are really going to make me talk about Doc, huh? <laughs> I mean, we don't have to talk about Doc, but it's just... Um, I, the, the way you just painted that picture was really interesting because, like I said, 99.9% of people will think, never understand. Like, honestly, think about it. And it's like, but we talked about it the um, with the Olympic situation with uh, the name... Simone Biles. Yes. yes. Uh, thank you. Where, you know, at first it was like that first gut reaction and it's just like, wait, none of us can even conceptualize like what it is to what be it is at that to level. be at that level. To deal with all this responsibility. To and be, never can. And never can. And never can. Never can. Right? And like, to be like your face, like you are everywhere. It's right? the like, face of you think as a about, We were talking about the other day, right? About how the kid came Not up and recognized like your voice. Gymnastics. Imagine, the imagine, face of the Olympics. Now imagine yes. everywhere you go now, you do one thing that messes up and now every you go to the supermarket. You can't even go to the store anymore now because everybody's sitting there just like judging you saying like, oh, that's Albert, blah, blah, blah. That's, yeah. I don't know how people <clears> deal with that. And yeah, that's the thing, so it's like, just, and how do you even, like, earlier in the episode, we were talking about, like, parents being educated on how to, like, get their children prepared for moving through youth sports, right, and, like, dealing with the, um, just the mental aspect, and, like, just preparing yourself just for that. Um, and now it's, like, how do you do it with, with the athletes, you know, with, with people who are at the top of their game? Because, like you're saying, if you're always going for that me next personally, win. personally, I humble mm-hmm. the fuck out of you in the weight room. That's perfect. Well, that's that's yeah. awesome. I humble dude. the fuck out of you in the way. So I think like somebody, somebody was saying it. Yeah, but that's that's what oh, I think somebody I, was saying it. Literally, like my especially mm-hmm. my freshman boys, because they're and I I have text messages to the boyfriend where I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, they're testing me. And I think again, it comes with the whole sexism thing, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm just writing out workouts. Mm-hmm. No, my guy, I did the workout before you got down here. Mm-hmm. I pulled 300 <laughs> off the floor with the yeah. deadlift. I can do my 10 pull ups. With the negative at the bottom, like but that's I'm a, going like to humble saying, you. If you were pointing out their honorage before his honorage before, like people around him, that who who's around you to humble you, right? I mean, like yo, like I think check yourself, every, you know, I like or like come back to everyone needs that one person. Like I think about it now in my 30s, and like you guys know me from my mm-hmm. 20s. I had all the friends. Mm-hmm. I have like four now. I love it. Yeah, because they check me on my bullshit mm-hmm. and they call me out and they tell me when I'm. And, like, my whole thing is now, being older, when I was younger, I would want all this praise. Yeah. I do an event for the youth. 
every other day, once a mm-hmm. month. I don't know. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. Call me out when I say something that's offensive. Call me out when I'm culturally not cool. Like, mm-hmm. call me out when I'm, like, not respecting somebody's human rights. Everything else, I care less about. I don't mm-hmm. care about, like, what money or what check I got from Elite. I don't care about what athlete wants to work with me. Yeah. Like, have that. That's cool. I don't post about it for that reason. But when I'm not, and I hate the word role model, but, like, when I'm not being the person that my kids could, especially my girls, because I'm very much very sensitive to my girls. Treat my boys and my girls very differently. I don't care what anybody says. There we go. Now we're talking. I, I treat my girls Honestly. and my boys very differently. There we go. Um, so it is what it is. I said what I said. Um, but, like, when it's a point where, like, somebody comes back to me and is like, yo, Jan, that post, your girls might not be mm-hmm. cool with that. Or, like, you got to think about, like, your girls. Mm-hmm. That's the only, like, you need somebody. If you don't have one of those people in your roster, you're failing yourself in life. Because I don't always want to hear that I'm good. I don't mm. want always want to hear that I'm dope. I don't. I think that's another interesting point, though, because I think from there, you're, you understand how you want people to perceive you, right? Like, you understand, like, how you're putting yourself out there in the world. And I think that also kind of maybe helps you build the people you want around you. It right? Because it's like, okay, I want to be this way. I want to go through life with these types of values and, like, morals. So the people around me also got to be able to maintain that. But I think about like like Ben, like who did he have to look at maybe and say or like that pressure to be a perfectionist, that pressure Mm -hmm. to take care of your family, that pressure to like put your parents in this beautiful house and Mm -hmm. like take care of your boys. Who's checking your mental health? Yeah, that's fine. Not to play devil's advocate. Go ahead. However, he did sign a mega contract, right? He absolutely did. What was it, 150 mil over five years? Is that what it was? Uh, I think it's like 170. But, oh, and I think okay. that was a part of like what started this whole like issue, right? Is that they held yeah. out from paying him. They, so like, yeah, no, well, no, no, well, they find him. They find That's him. what they were doing. They were finding him. Which and they were in their rights to find him, correct? They're, they're completely mm-hmm. in okay. their so, rights to find him. As they should. He's yeah. costing them money. Mm-hmm. Um, you also, there is a flip side to that, though. Playing at that level, you cannot sit there and assume that he is that ignorant, unless he was. Mm-hmm. He was that truly ignorant to not accept expect unbelievable scrutiny like you have to be somewhat I think, so I ready think, again, and i don't even think it's like the not being or not expecting i think it's just once again just not ever facing it like yeah th- not i mean ever, it was massive so it was not, overwhelming it was scrutiny. overwhelming sure like if you go back to like that <clears throat> game like um i love like jj reddick's podcast i'm like the biggest fan mm-hmm. of jj reddick um he had matisse on there and he and, like matisse even says that he's like ben got all this crap People forget that I was the one who fouled that cost us lost the game. Lose Good the game. on Matisse, dude. That's awesome. I thought that was so big. Mm. That's so cool. But also shows you that difference between one year in college and three years in college. Because Matisse had, you know, I think Markel was actually, if I'm correct, you can correct me if I'm not, but I think Markel was actually Matisse's underclassman. So, like, that's the difference when you have that extra one or two years and you're not just one and done Mm -hmm. there's a maturity thing there's an accountability piece like you start to learn yourself as a man i Mm -hmm. believe i would hope so like first time away from your parents for real for real like unless you go to prep school um first time actually like if ben went to a, a mount birdie it's the first time you're actually dealing with like people who know who you are and there's been this built up anticipation and mm-hmm. like you got girls knocking on your door at 3am like yeah. you got people 
dapping you up in the hallway and you can't even remember mm-hmm. their faces because there's so many of them that like they're they literally look all like the same person mm-hmm. you have everybody telling you how good you are that fall from grace probably hurts like hell and that's what i'm saying it's like you get stuck in that environment like, where it's like think about here. how shitty you have to feel because mm-hmm. like and as an athlete even as like we're gym bros let's be honest i'm 100 percent. yeah we're gym bros you know how awful it is and the kimba used to do this to me all the time when we worked out mm-hmm. i know when i had a shit lift mm-hmm. the kid and i'm in my head already i'm like damn this wasn't the kimba five <laughs> minutes later will point out how shitty my lift was <laughs> yep he'd be like yeah like, yeah yeah it's like what are we doing like, yeah what's like what's going on like what are you thinking about like what are we doing my guy relax <laughs> don't need you to point this out yeah yeah. Imagine that being a hundred million people. Million people <laughs> yeah, that's right. True. That's a good point. Imagine trying to sleep it off and you wake up and Stephen A. Smith is calling you an idiot. And I'm so happy you raised mm. that point. And Shannon Sharp is telling you how how you're worthless. Stay and Skip on, is like saying whatever Skip says because Skip, Skip is not Stay on that point no, though, right? Because like we put ourselves in environments on a daily basis where it's like, okay, like you are going to continue, like you're going to do the hard thing and like callous your mind over and over and over. When we go into like business, other things, right? It almost makes things seem like a little bit easier to deal with, right? When you go into like personal life issues, it makes it a little bit easier to deal with because it's like, all right, I've dealt with like much harder tasks. I've dealt with people checking me in much harder ways. Bro, I've and had the crappiest boyfriends on the planet, so like you right? can't really so hurt just, me. And that's the thing where it's like, once again, you get so callous to these things that you're just ready for other experiences in life. If you're somebody like Ben, like you're saying, you're getting high fives. Oh, that Ben yeah, Simmons, like, like, oh, let's take a picture. But everything so is think, so like great, so even if you have a shitty day. Like, it's I like, think Al's totally valid. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like at a certain point. What did you expect? What did you expect? And like, Come it's kind of just like uh, if we're gonna humble it down, it's like a regular smuggler job, right? Mm-hmm. None of us really like our jobs. That's mm-hmm. why they're jobs, not careers, except for myself. But whatever. But even on my days, there's some days, bruh. Just chalk it. Mm-hmm. You just got to keep going. Like, you can't. It's. But I will never know because, like, I might have one off kit that day. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not me opening up. Like, realistically, I, that's why I don't have a Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, I die for, especially oh, in yeah, college. No. Like, Twitter I did, got real different. I Twitter, did, apparently, I, I Twitter got so real different. Twitter, don't go on Twitter. But I remember in college, this, this true story, you can actually Google it. I, like, jokingly tweeted Rihanna. Mm hmm. And she saw it and she tweeted me back. And wow. the slander from the Navy, My right? Heart would stop. It was awful to the point where, like, they were threatening to, like, hurt my family. Mm-hmm. Like, find me, hurt my family. And I was like, yo, this is too much. People, Mind you, I was a regular schmegla nobody. Popping around on crutches. They, they don't care. Right. And that's I think that's the piece that, like, people are missing in this whole Ben saga. Like, mm-hmm. again, Philly is hard. God bless the Eagles right now. Right, but like, God bless them. But like, <laughs> at a certain point, we have to also accept that these people are humans mm-hmm. and they have feelings, regardless of how their feelings are displayed. I'm a firm believer in there are no right or wrong feelings. There are right or wrong ways to act out your feelings. I think Ben is totally valid in his feelings right now. It's totally valid. To be like, yo, I don't, I don't know if I mentally can stand in front of a crowd at the Wells Fargo and deal with the booze. Mm-hmm. Do you not answer phone calls from your coach? Do you not, you know, your boys, your teammates, mm-hmm. your brothers flying out to LA to check on you? Do you 
you know, dead that and be like, yo, I'm not trying to see you. Um, no, that's the wrong way to act out. Like, mm-hmm. they did nothing to you. Even with Doc, like, I, for regardless of what Doc is, Doc has rings, mm-hmm. right? Damn right. That's Doc it. has rings. For a reason. Has rings for a reason. Like, even the Sixers mentally <clears throat> messed Ben up and they have to take accountability. You hire Brett Brown because Brett Brown knew Ben mm-hmm. and you wanted to baby that. You wanted to coddle that. So you give him a coach that has dealt with Paul Pierce, uh, Rajon Rondo, Kevin, um, Garnett. Kevin Garnett, big mm-hmm. three, right? Like mm-hmm. Ray Allen. Big baby. Big baby. Mm-hmm. Like a guy who's dealt with a freaking mm-hmm. Morris twin. And mm-hmm. if you know the Morris twins, <laughs> you know that is a rocky road. Sure. So like you've given this guy who on, like if you look, his kid is Austin Rivers who has the biggest I don't give a damn personality. Mm-hmm. You give somebody who you give Ben somebody who's not going to coddle that the complete opposite of what Brett Brown did his entire career in Philly. And people are forgetting this kid was in Philly when he was 19. So he's been, he's never had that maturity. He's never had to be forced to grow up. Mm-hmm. Now you get this new coach that don't give a fuck who you are. Yep. As he shouldn't. As he because, shouldn't. Because As he his shouldn't. job is to lead the Your team to a championship. Your job is to lead the team. Your job is not title. to coddle. And that's why or... I think it's so funny because, like, once again, on a much smaller scale, like, we saw that, once again, like, transitioning from an old coach to a new coach, right? Like, there were people there who was just, like, you can tell they were always kind of taught or talked to as, like, oh, you're the best of the best. Like, you're so great. Even when we weren't, like, really winning, right, or anything. Right. It's just, like, you are so great. And then you get this new coach who's, like, I don't know who you think you are. But go over there and do the rest of the work, the workout like everybody but yeah, else. Yeah, I don't right? know who think who you think you are, but I played for the Vikings, bro. Like, yeah, it's like go. You are good. It's like literally <laughs> like go go sit over there and do what needs to be done. Oh, and people can't deal with like a lot of people yeah, can't deal with like that. A lot of people can't deal with that. But that's fine. But he's in the NBA, so he should be able to deal that's with it. So here, here's my my last question then, and we'll get to content wreck of the week. <clears throat> my last question is because you're obviously avidly compassionate about it, super tapped into the basketball community, and you've been phenomenal today. Thanks. If he turns it around right and i don't know again i'm not I'm, the only thing i told you i know as much as i know because i like i heard he even tried to sell his house he did in jersey it, his house is up for sale right yep. Yo, for like a discount price have you looked at that thing yeah Whew. the designing works kind of weird it is it's, it's, it's kind of it's an ugly house it. like his interior well, design was, was weird was not like, didn't like it just didn't design. sometimes they just buy it and just no, what bro I, shot he designed it that, no sometimes they just so buy it from weird. the last person no, who's moving no, with no, the furniture that was there I'm like you had enough time. You would think so. I'm telling. I watch a lot of these like real estate videos. These like multi million dollar, multi multi million dollar like, mansions. I'm that's like, what oh. his is. But he's yes. discounted and right I'm, now. Yeah, so and that's like, what they fire sale. It's all furnished. They just move right in there. They're like, oh, this looks nice. Doesn't fit their style or anything. I'm just like, all right, cool. I'll just move in here for a couple months, couple years, bro. And yeah. then they just sell. Yeah, but I feel like like if he signed that crazy contract, you would think he was a little invested in the area. Like um, you would think so. Yeah, I mean, if you're you're. You would think so. If okay. You're signing an extension for five uh, years. Right. Like, so yeah. one is—is is he gonna stay? Is he gonna play this year? Is Ben gonna play this? Because he hasn't been playing, right? I watched. Uh, he hasn't been playing. No. Um, I will say because I know it's not front office. I know this for a fact. It's not front office. Um, letting him be had the grace to like get his mental health together. Um, do know that a few of his teammates, and I know what teammates they were have said like yo bro you need to go talk to a therapist Mm. like you need to go talk to somebody Mm -hmm. because again like i've had this conversation with my little brother because like to me like mba that's easy pack up your entire life in a suitcase (laughs) and go overseas play in lithuania 
where they don't like your ass because you're black. You don't know the language. You don't know because you don't speak the language. The organization will start talking to you in a different language. So you can't even figure out when you're getting your check. Mm -hmm. Some some guys, they, you know, they pay the extra money to get like an international plan. Some guys are using WhatsApp and they're waiting (laughs) till that nine o'clock so they can call call for free. Back to that free time again. So like for me, that's the that's the part that I'm like, I, I get it, Ben. I'm totally with you on the mental health aspect. And I did have to say, like, if I was rocking out with Simone Biles, if mm-hmm. I was rocking out with like Naomi Osaka, I need to rock out with Ben. I even mm-hmm. like rock mm-hmm. out with Kyrie because people give Kyrie a lot of shit. My whole thing is Kyrie is a person. He he has his opinions. He feel how he feels like you guys have to let that man mm-hmm. like. Damn right. Be a human. Well, and that's another thing. Once people were sitting here, like, well, not we are, but people will sit here and ridicule like celebrities and stars. Yeah, like they're still human. Like you ain't perfect, my guy. But it's the same stuff that they have family and friends who are dealing with, and it's like you're not talking to your friends about this, or you don't even know how to deal with it when your friends or family are dealing with these things. But you expect right these athletes to have Have, it all figured out. Have it all figured out. And once again, we're talking. They're dealing with it with millions of reactions, millions Millions of people in real time. You got five people around you, and you can't talk to them. You can't talk to them. So like. That's, I will say, that's the only thing that I differ with because I'm like, sir, like, again, I watched my little brother do it mm-hmm. where, you know, July, you don't know if you have a deal. Beginning of August, you don't know how, you know if you have a deal. Middle of August, you don't know if you have a deal. End of August, they're set, you got a deal online and they're like, hey, you got two days. <laughs> we'll see you at the airport. Take it or leave it. So you have two days to say goodbye to your loved ones. You have, God forbid, and my brother was just lucky to like not have like a a wife and kids mm-hmm. but like i i watch homies that like have to pack up their lives g- wives girlfriends are pregnant mm-hmm. you know yo like so- as soon as i get situated i could fly you over some of these dudes don't even have deals to send to get their like their loved mm-hmm. ones over like at least their girlfriends and their kids right so like it's interesting yeah it's a different reality and like my sure. little brother like he like he had a very very traumatic experience and he just doesn't believe in therapy he's like mm-hmm. yo like it was funny because, like, he's the one who actually broke it down to me in the Ben situation because I kind of felt like everyone else where I'm like, yo, like, I'm also different because mm-hmm. I'm also 31. I went through my hurdles. I yeah. dealt with my asshole of a coach in college and mm-hmm. high school and all this other stuff. So, like, my whole thing is like, bruh, give a fuck how you feel about mm-hmm. me. You don't pay my goddamn bills. Mm. Yeah. You don't you don't put gas in my car. You don't even text me to tell me hello. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck it's do like I how, care? It's like how big is this really? It's like they didn't yeah. put their hands on you, they didn't take any money out your pocket. It's but like, again, I'm mm-hmm. not living it at a hundred thousand tweets per day. No, you're not. Because again, like I said, you go down to the arena, there were more people just wearing shirts mocking that kid yeah. than actually wearing a Joel and B jersey. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Which like is so that's, stupid. I mean, that's, that's Philly, though. That's Philly. Like, like Philly has we were, the shittiest we were talking about this. I, forgot, I forgot who we were talking about it with the other... Um, I think it was Eric, your cousin, when he was on. I was asking about just, like, what's going on with all the fans. Like, you're seeing... I don't oh, know baseball. if it's, like, the pandemic, right? Or, like, what's happened. But everybody's back out now. And it just seems like there is just, like, this pent up just yeah, you wanna... aggression. Just, like, I got to get it out now. Like, I'm going to shout. I'm going to scream. No. I can be loud. I think the pandemic, I think every... Trauma's real. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says... T- being told, hey, two weeks in a crib, mm-hmm. we'll be fine. Yeah. And then that shit extends for like 10 two months. Years. <laughs> yeah. We almost had two years. Yeah, almost, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's traumatic, right? So now you're mad at a whole bunch of other mm-hmm. people. We're not talking about the people that lost family members. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about, you know, people that um, 
lost their jobs yeah. or weren't able to pay bills and now moratorium's over. So mm-hmm. like their their rents up and mm-hmm. like we're not even talking about that. We're talking about for a whole ten months, everything was shut down. I had mm-hmm. to make sure I was at the out the grocery store by six p.m. That was so the crazy. gym. The goddamn gym, and they didn't even put that the hours so back crazy. to midnight yet, and that's no. still pissing me off. It throws off so much. Yeah, so, like, how about the people that had to deal with parents? Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't have kids, mm-hmm. but, like, my neighbors all have kids. Mm-hmm. Bruh, they can't say hello to me right now. I dealt with 10 months of hearing all y'all personal stuff <laughs> through my walls. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, all your personal stuff. Don't even get me started. I don't want to make eye contact with you. I don't, don't even know yep. you anymore. Mm. So there's all this, like... So that's what I'm saying. Where do people get out all that aggression? I mean, I get... Yeah, that, that's, that's, like... Where do you, that's not a bad but bro think about it it's wait, no different with that than being people said, that, shit Philly's Philly well, I'm about to say with that being said yeah. that has nothing to do with Philly yeah. having oh, Philly shitty fans that's an extra Philly's. adding on top of it yeah, right because yes. it's like people take it out either in the courts or they take it out in Kensington right so like you take what you <laughs> bro, either you're gonna be that's gonna be another either time. you're gonna be shooting up in the streets or shooting up in the courts which one are they doing can I can I can I, I give my content right then I don't know man I feel <laughs> like this might be we might have to go into a second hour here because no can I give my content right then since you brought it up we're really talking about like issues can I Oh my god! Coming soon, people. Albert has made this discovery. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm cutting it. I'm cutting it. Kemi's getting fired up. Listen, I gotta I gotta solve that social. This is my content wreck of the week. So I was on YouTube as usual with my typical content wrecks, and I think, dude, I think it's Hood Clips. I think that's the name of the channel. Is it Hood Clips? Okay. So Hood Clips has a YouTube channel, and literally the video is a walk down Kensington Ave, which is a street in Philadelphia, dude. This street is, if you walk down it, lit, just just littered with zombies. And the v- video, this is a, a man who is making a shit ton of money this for these videos. This is tell mm-hmm. me you live in Philly, but you're not in Philly moment. Nine like not- million views on this video of just someone walking down this Kensington is what I was talking about on the other episode. I was talking about this zombies on the other episode. are so real dude. I said listen in Philly you can drive five miles in one direction and you're gonna be like where the hell am I Basically. and then you drive five miles the other way and you'll be like oh this is, this nice. is a nice place to raise a family and <laughs> some beautiful. kids just, just watch the video the guys. other side walking dead you will see that's right it is Don't literally walk. the walking dead people Shocking. you drive past there and we were talking about this before the episode I was there the other day I'm at an intersection waiting to drive off. Somebody walks into the front of the car, stops. Not moving, not going anywhere. They're just like, I'm just going to stay right here. Looking at the ground. Just full zombie mode. Full, dude. The, I could have ran them over and they would have not known. In the video that I saw, this guy was bent 100% at the waist and his knuckles were touching the ground and he was still just standing. He, he has like that old like monk, like just statue. He was just asleep. Like, very but stoic bent people. over in half. They're extremely stoic. It's unbelievable. And there wow. were definitely people dead on the ground. That's a fact. Face definitely. down on the concrete. The thing is, you don't know. Wrapped in aluminum foil. Sometimes, sometimes their zombie friend will come up and tap them on the shoulder and be like, hey, hey, Fred. What Fred, episode Fred. is this? Fred. It's a YouTube video. Fred it's like will three just kinda, minutes. Fred will just kind of twitch and be like, Ugh. And then you know he's alive. It's yeah. really just one day. The guy's just walking down the street filming. And so a couple people, a couple zombies got mad at him. Like that they saw that they were getting filmed. Wow. And they were like, Ugh. what are they going to do? Uh, imagine are you like, really trying to fight a no, K-Day no. zombie bro I just thought about you remember when Kevin Hart was talking about this on a special when he was talking about the bum bump 
Yeah. Where he's like, if they touch you, that's why she said she would dap him up. And you get oh, no, that, yeah, dap him up. No, you see how I just no, reacted. No, Albert said I would dap I them would, up. I, I would you said you go to so, the Duncan. I would. I do. So fast. I don't care. So Holy like that's shit, how you know so I'm I'm a official. I'm John. a I'm a hood rat of Philly. Like see? yeah, I'm a, I I drive by and I'm like, oh, guy in cage, cool. Done. A lady passed on the street, cool. cool. Multiple ladies passed. <laughs> Mountain. Mountain of people. No, nope. I'm running. I'm not. Uh, that's my content record week. Give yourself a look into it. A crazy street. I'm a runner. I'm a runner. Do you have one? I actually do. So okay, since cool. I was like talking about mental health, I don't know if you guys like are tuned or tapped into Brandon Marshall because he is my favorite person mm. post his career. Okay. Um, he has the I Am Athlete. Yes. I love that podcast. Yes. The receiver from the Broncos. Is Brandon Marshall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know. Wide receiver on the Jets also. Okay. Um, he so it's him, Ocho Cinco, Fred Taylor. A couple of them, right? Yeah. Fred. So the four co or the four hosts is Brandon Marshall, Ocho Cinco, who is Bay. Um, <laughs> Fred Taylor, who I think is phenomenal, and mm. then um, Channing Crowder. Um, and they actually, I. So I don't know if people know. Um, Brandon Marshall was actually diagnosed with bipolar disorder while he was in the NFL. Um, so he's basically turned I Am Athlete into a podcast where they talk about like mental health and Mm -hmm. like regular current events and I think that's super cool in regards to us talking about Ben and like the mental health piece I think if people and I it's the same thing with um, Matt Barnes podcast like Mm -hmm. I I love his podcast yeah Um, I think we sometimes forget that these are people like these are these are these superior people that we've developed this like iconic ideology mm-hmm. for but like they're still people like they still have feelings they still have thoughts and opinions um so i think i am athlete does a really good job of like kind of refocusing them back to being human and making mm-hmm. athletes human um so yeah that'd be my rack if you guys aren't tapped in definitely i am athlete yeah it's i am athlete, athlete. Cool. they're like on season three or four yeah. now like, i'm happy like you you said that because it's just when you just think about like the impact that like podcasting is having in general right like just share we talked about this the other day with ralph just people being able to share their stories right like the people who we always just saw and just seem so far away like now you're you, able to sit here and like, you can watch like i follow them on instagram so i'm sitting here watching the clips i'm like it. oh i don't even know these guys had opinions on these things right so but like, that's the thing you would never know because you've never heard them they've never had a platform to speak about it i even think about it how like everyone's like oh like you know the top 75 just dropped mm-hmm. and people always be like oh you know the ballers from like the 80s and the 90s they were harder than bruh <laughs> that's only because michael jordan like michael jordan is only slightly lovable because mm-hmm. he didn't have a podcast yeah. up until recently when like all these docs started coming out mm-hmm. and like his teammates are like yo my guy was a whole dick that's like he was a whole point. asshole like people are people like look like i think a couple people are like oh michael jordan doesn't get back to black mm-hmm. people but now that like scotty pippen and like mm-hmm. dennis robin are all coming out like yo he was a jerk mm-hmm. everyone's like damn mj like so I think like still one still unbelievable though. Oh, he's oh Go, he's still the goat. He's still the goat. He's yes. still goaded. So yeah, yeah. We, we might hang out with him too one day. So Definitely everything not, she said. So wait, have I ever told you my MJ story? Oh man, she's Damn, about to steal have, your line. We might have to bro. save that one. Oh, you know what? You're gonna save it for when we come and record. Uh, oh yeah, you guys are gonna come to Elite. Yeah, we are. Do a full episode yet? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna try to see if I could. Like a real a camera set. setup, because for, for sure, we'll yeah, make, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Get a live video, but yeah, I think you guys would appreciate the MJ story because that's yes. how we know I've never given a fuck. 
Is it kind of like the story that you told me earlier? No. Oh. No! <laughs> I keep telling you that's Patreon content. That's, that's Patreon content. Y'all got to subscribe Dude, I was so pumped. Bro, Y'all got to subscribe for that content. I was over content. here trying to get me sued for everything that's, that's possible. Patreon, sign up, drop your email. We'll send you the link to that Kembe. audio clip. Kembe, what's your content record of the week? Wrap us up. My vampire teeth coming in yet? Oh, dude. Are you going to talk about vampire diaries? They coming in yet, Bert? No. I've been trying to file them down the past couple days ever since I watched Night Teeth. He's not. What is Night Teeth? Here you go. It's my content wreck. Obviously. It's on Netflix. (laughs) New movie. Mm -hmm. It's about vampires. Mm -hmm. Wait, is that the one with Megan? Megan? Yes. Yes. Oh, wasn't it Megan Fox? MGK's what? girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Pause. Wow. Before you get excited, wow. Alex. And Alex, if you're listening this week, no you are sh- not going to be happy about the way Alex just responded. What's her name? That. Sydney McSweeney. Megan Fox is in. I 19? think she was the other one. She was the other vampire. Pause. Pause. She was looking right. She's a vampire. She was looking right, but Debbie Ryan was in it. Love Debbie Ryan. She's the key to my heart. Look at his face. Listen. My guy, he's only—they're only in the movie for like three minutes. Just literally, okay, literally. But no, that movie—that movie, that's, you guys that movie was I'm, fantastic. I'm looking something up. Listen, I need you guys. Was it? The it had comedy, it had action, it had a good story. It was no, it wasn't that funny. long. It was perfect. It was a perfect Friday night movie where it's like, all right, I'm just gonna kick it, throw this movie on, and I know it's gonna be great. I mean, since we're here, I want to ask, how do you feel about the Megan Fox dating Machine Gun Kelly? I'm not a fan. Yeah, what's going on? Like, I'm not a fan. I feel like they like rock stars. I'm, like, I'm not a fan. So they like quick. the modern day like rock stars. Fan. You guys could see it in real time, but that face I I'm just not a fan. Got. I don't want to talk about it. I'm not a fan. You don't like it? Because no, you don't like He him. doesn't deserve her. You yeah, don't I, like guys like that. Albert doesn't like guys like that. He doesn't deserve her, bro. Albert has a problem guys with like guys what? who look like they eat a thousand calories a month. Okay? He's so stressed out right now. I'm sorry for asking. Anybody who has 30 tattoos and looks like they eat a thousand calories once a month, he doesn't like. pink nail polish. So what the problem is? I might start rocking oh, out whoa. with some gender fluidity, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can see you start getting your nails done. All right, guys, you listen. need to start getting a little clear <laughs> coat because you ever hear you gonna start Sweating. shaking hands and people gonna look at your fingers and be like, "Oh, his hands are nice." With that being said, you gonna get some clear coat. Everyone, Ayana, thank you so much. No problem. This was phenomenal. We will have her back and we will continue with the MJ two. story. The MJ story. Thank you so much. No problem, everyone. Guys. Thank you. As always, enjoy the first sip.